Hello, and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Dylan Samard. It's Monday, December 9th, 2019. Here are our top stories from across Arizona. World leaders continue to meet in Spain this week for a United Nations climate conference. They're discussing the next steps in the Paris Climate Agreement. This agreement set up standards in 2015 for how countries will measure and report the ways they cut back on greenhouse gas emissions. Youth here in Arizona took part in climate strikes Friday. Aditi Narayanan is one of the strike leaders in Arizona. She says youth want cities like Phoenix to take action. It's to kind of stress the need for city action as opposed to state action. And one thing we want is all cities to declare a climate emergency and have a climate action plan. And Phoenix's is currently lacking. It's very, very outdated. It's from like 2007. So we're asking them today to update it to include new demands, new needs, because the city's changed. President Donald Trump formally notified the UN last month that the United States would be withdrawing from the Paris Climate Agreement. If the process is completed, the U.S. will be the first country to leave the agreement. That would take place next November. The closure of the Cayenta mine in August and the Navajo generating station in November left almost 700 Navajos without jobs, and if they chose to continue working for the Saltwood River project, their new jobs took them off the reservation. But an agreement between the nation and Rhino Health LLC is bringing new jobs right to their front door. Cronkite News reporter Jordan Elder explains. A new latex glove factory is being built on the Navajo Nation in Church Rock, New Mexico. Phase one of the project, a nitrile glove manufacturing plant, is already in the works. Only Navajo labor will be used to construct phase two, which is a manufacturing and warehouse facility. It can't fully replace the number of jobs lost in the closure of the generating station in the mine, but Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez hopes it starts a cycle of dollars the nation isn't currently seeing. Of course it's going to be uh, made in the USA, but it's going to also be uh, labeled as made on the Navajo Nation. And that will bring, bring pride to our, our Navajo people. It'll bring uh, that uh, initiative, that project will bring about 400 to 500 new jobs into the Navajo Nation. The first phase is expected to open this month, and the second phase, which will be fully Navajo-owned, is expected to be finished by 2021. The nation is investing $19 million into the project. Jordan Elder, Cronkite News. With national politics in turmoil, it's easy to forget the wars being waged at state capitals around the country. And make no mistake, the battles at the local levels are just as vicious. Senate candidate Daniel McCarthy says most Arizonan Republicans in office and nationwide are leaning too far to the left. He's calling out members of his own party like Martha McSally, who he says is not vocal enough on opposition to the border wall, the impeachment proceedings, and gun control. He also, in no uncertain terms, will not cooperate with Arizona Democrats. How is bipartisanship even an option when the Democratic Party now is advocating for a communist platform? There is no, there is no bipartisanship. But it's not only Republicans dealing with divisiveness. Earlier this year, the Arizona Democratic Party attempted to censure Senator Kirsten Sinema for not voting along party lines. According to Mike Noble, the chief of research at OH Predictive Insights, the party that is not in power is usually more united because it has more motivation to win, a trend seen in every election. 
Politics, I would best describe as like a pendulum, is that it kind of goes back and forth uh, as it sways. And so right now, with uh, the Republicans controlling the Senate and, of course, the presidency, and you also have a very uh, maybe controversial president, you see that, you know, folks on the other side, I think, are very uh, motivated. And you could easily see it from the impeachment proceedings right now that's going on. According to a poll conducted by OH Predictive Insights, 17% of Republican voters don't know who they'll vote for in the 2020 election, while only 8% of Democrats don't know. But both parties are alienating independent voters and sticking to their party beliefs. We had help today from Melanie Porter, Andrew Christensen, and Jordan Elder. You can learn more about the stories you heard today by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. That's all for your Cronkite News to Go. I'm Dylan Samard. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow for another daily briefing.